all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Ah, feel the whoa with Listerine at BJ's. You can save $2.50 now on Listerine products like Total Care Anti-Cavity Fluoride Fresh Mint Mouthwash or Cool Mint Pocket Packs Fresh Breath Strips at your nearest BJ's location. Experience the feeling of a million germs zapped in seconds with Listerine. Discount available through December 24th. Save now only at BJ's. What's going on, everybody? Shalom, come on in. It is time to command your day and command your week with the power of prayer. We're going to be adding our Instagram family in just a moment, but until then, we are on both the Bishop Foreman Harvest Church Facebook, Bishop Foreman Harvest Church YouTube, Bishop Foreman Harvest Church Twitter, and we'll be on the Bishop Foreman and Harvest Church um, uh, Instagrams in just a moment. Let's also not forget to welcome our amazing Uncommon Gospel Radio Network fam. Much love to Bernadette, the whole team over there. And that puts us on the replay and uh, and so many people are blessed through prayer. We gather together every single Monday night for one hour to pray and uh, and that's what we're going to do tonight. It's going to be amazing because today actually is the beginning of the third and the final of the major fall biblical feasts. We're going to pray and I'm going to teach you about that tonight to understand the significance of the time uh, that you are in. Boom, it's seven o'clock on the dot. I'm not in a drop top. Ooh, but the temperature was trying to drop today in Denver, let me just say. But anyway, it should be going back up. Uh, we got to squeeze as much as we can out of this uh, out of this summer season. Listen, come on in, everybody. Like the video. Tell me where you're watching from and share the video. LWS, like the video. Tell me where you're watching from and share this video tonight. When you share, people get saved. We've just added our Instagram fam, uh, both Bishop Foreman and Harvest Church. Come on in, come on in, come on in. Shamo. Let's go. Good to see you, Aurora. Where else are y'all watching from? Talk to me. Where you watching from? Uh, I'm seeing y'all come in. Y'all are getting in. Come on in, y'all. Come on. It's seven o'clock on the dot. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. We got a lot to pray about. Got a lot to cover. Denver, good to see you. Tampa, good to see you. We got a lot to pray about, a lot to cover tonight. Uh, in prayer. Hey, Omaha. Uh, and it's going to be absolutely amazing. Let me encourage you, if you do not have our mobile app, get our app. Our app is the best way to stay connected to all everything Harvest. Let me say this too, especially, is that um, do not depend on social media to stay connected to me, to stay connected to Harvest. The best thing to do is to get our app. How do you do that? Text the word HARVEST to 877-552-4746. Can I get somebody to put that on? What's happening in Australia? <clears throat> Can I get a few of you all um, to type that on every platform that you're on? South Carolina, good to see you. On every platform you're on so people can get connected and get our app. In our app, you're going to get our podcast, which releases Mondays and Thursdays. Monday from uh, Sunday's message, on Thursday from Wednesday's message. Uh, prayer actually comes out on Tuesdays. You're going to get notified every time we go live. You're going to get something called Midweek Motivation comes out on Wednesday. It's an inspiring message. You're going to get something called Saturday Devotion that comes out on the app. It's amazing. You've been following me on that. Awesome. I love TikTok. I gotta, I'm going to be doing more content for TikTok too. So that's exciting. All right. Uh, so it's going to be phenomenal. So get our app to stay connected. Again, text the word HARVEST to 877-552-4746 to get connected uh, with our app. I'm going to give you all a few more moments to get in. Also, shout out to those of you over here on the Bishop Foreman 
Instagram. Uh, looks like a few of you have already started showing. You've started using the badges, so that's definitely a way that you can sew if you're on the Bishop Forum and Instagram. I think I told you all last month. I did. I didn't think I know. I told you all last month that they did a special promotion, so Instagram actually added to what you gave last month um, and uh, ended up being just shy of, I believe, just shy of $1,000 on top of what people gave um, ended up being the total that Instagram uh, ended up giving um, to the work of the Lord. So to God be the glory for that. All right. The wealth of the wicked. We're going to need, they got more. Uh, it's thrown over the righteous that I'm not calling Instagram. We got to just make it a point. All right. Listen, so make sure you get our app. The other thing, let me say this. If you are in Atlanta, I'd love for you to get connected to um, everything going on with our launch team. I'll be in Atlanta Thursday and Friday. Keep me in prayer uh, as uh, we are uh, moving, moving that train forward, moving that airplane forward as it relates to Harvest Church. Atlanta, I'm excited about it. Hey, Denver, I'm excited about it. So all I need you to do. Keep me in prayer. But if you're in the Atlanta area or you've got family in Atlanta, uh, let them know. you got friends in Atlanta. Let them know. And go to our website, harvestchurch.church forward slash ATL. They can find out more there. You can also go to, um, what else? Um, you can also text the word HCATL, as in Harvest Church Atlanta, HCATL to 877-552-4746. And you'll be able to get connected to everything uh, related to Harvest Church Atlanta. Find out more about the launch team and so much more right there on that website. All right. It's going to be phenomenal. And again, I will be there this Thursday, Friday, um, working on that project. Whenever you go into, everybody listen to me. Um, uh, whenever you want to um, build something, the foundation is the most important part. Can I just get you to type the word foundation? And since I was 12 years old, part of my assignment, part of my anointing, part of my grace is to take nothing and to turn it into something. It's to build. And one of the things that I've discovered is so important is the foundation that you lay, the foundation that you build. And here's what I've discovered. It takes way longer to build a foundation, many instances, than it does to actually erect the building. And so for some of you, you got to thank God for the time you have spent. It seems like it's taken a long time. Wave at me if you got some areas of your life where you're like, God, this thing is taking forever. Wave at me. But what I've discovered <clears throat> is that it often takes a long time to build the foundation, especially if you're going to build a big building. If you're going to build a big building, the majority of the time you're going to spend is going to be the time on the foundation that you're building. I rebuke your weariness in building your foundation. For some of you, you're building a foundation in faith. You're building a foundation uh, if you're a leader. You're building a foundation in ministry. You're building a foundation in business. You're building a foundation, watch me, with your kids, building a foundation with your family, building a foundation with your marriage. The foundation work often takes longer than actually erecting the actual building. And I don't need you to think something is wrong because of how long it takes you to build a foundation. Um, I don't need you to think that. Matter of fact, let's just cover that in prayer. Father, right now I pray that we would not grow weary in well-doing because of the length of time or the uh, the amount of energy, God, that it takes to build a foundation. Father, however great the building will be, it will take longer to build the foundation. And so for that, God, we simply say thank you. And we declare, God, we will rejoice in our time of foundation building. Come on. We will rejoice in our time of foundation building. And we will give you glory for it. And we will give you honor for it, God. It takes a long time. You got to go deeper to go higher. You got to go deeper to go higher. So I pray that we would rejoice 
in the times of our life, God, where we have to take time to build foundation. And Lord, building foundation, often nobody sees that work. Nobody appreciates that work. No one realizes how much uh, goes into that work. But that work is the most important work so that whenever something comes when a storm comes to the building, the building will stand. If wind comes to the building, the building will stand. If challenges come to the building, the building will stand. Once you get a lot of people in that building, the building will stand. And so, God, we thank you for the amount of time that it takes to do the foundational work in the name of Jesus. My God, y'all, we took, we only six minutes in, but that prayer right there about to take me all the way up. Jesus spent 30 years building a foundation to build a building in three and a half years. You better hear what I'm saying. I'm about to show you something. God, you're so amazing. I'm about to show you something that deals with building and the glory of God and all of that <clears throat> and how long those types of things take uh, so that you can understand uh, all of that. So if you've been spending a lot of time on the foundation, foundation of your credit, foundation of changing your habits, the foundation work often takes a long time. And you want to know something? Let me just throw this out here too. Whatever you do in the foundation work, that work is dirty. That work is dirty. Foundation work is dirty because you're literally dealing with the dirt. It's not cute work. That You ain't dealing with no glass. You're not dealing with marble. You're not dealing with granite. You're not dealing with nice finishes. You're not dealing with uh, uh, luxury appliances. You're not dealing with things imported from Italy. No, when you are building a foundation, you are dealing with dirty. You're dealing literally with dirt. So the foundation work is dirty work, but I just need you to make this declaration. I've got this. I've got this. Why do we have it? Because God has us. Father, you said that we could do all things through you. The apostle Paul says, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me, which means God, we can boldly say that we've got this. Why God? Because we are doing it through you, not our own strength, not our own ability, not our own knowledge. We lean not unto our own understanding, but in all our ways, we acknowledge you. That word acknowledge, it means that we worship you. It means literally that we yield to you. So we yield to you, sir, and we say we will do the dirty work. We will do the foundational work. We will do the work that's not pretty, that's not popular, that's not talked about, that's not celebrated. But if we don't do the foundation work, we can never build anything great. And so we give you honor for that. In Jesus' name we pray. Come on, everybody. Can you just say amen? <clears throat> Again, guys, if you're just coming in, <clears throat> excuse me. If you're just coming in, make sure that you like the video. Tell us where you're watching from and share this video tonight. When you share, people get saved. Listen, talk to me um, real quick before we go deeper in prayer. How has your week been so far? You're only two days in. Give me some comments. How has your week been so far? How has your week been so far? Talk to me in the comments. Shout out to the eight of you over on the Bishop Foreman Instagram that have already used the badges. How has your week been so far? How has your week been so far? How, how has your week been so far? Uh, amen. <clears throat> it's been amen. That's, I had a banana. I had some banana. Listen, like one of my favorite meals these days is banana, raisins, and peanut butter. And uh, I had that earlier. And so uh, sometimes that can stir up your mucus a little bit. All right. How's my week? It's been amazing so far. Thank you for asking. It's been great so far. Um, very productive. It's a short week for me, so I got to get everything done on the front end of the week because I got a bunch of meetings and stuff the back end of the week. I'm blessed, filled with joy, happiness, awesome week. A, come on, A+. plus. <laughs> Amazing, great, blessed. Come on. Many times, y'all don't have nobody that asks you that. 
So I just wanted to take a moment. I know that's unusual. I just wanted to do something different and ask you that. Because I know sometimes y'all have nobody to ask you that. People say, no, just go through the week. I want you to do this. It's the Mondayest Monday ever. <laughs> I pray that tomorrow is a, is, is a good day. Is <laughs> the Tuesdayest Tuesday ever. Because Tuesday means it ain't Monday. Come on here. Received a confirmation on revelation. This is good. This is good. What else? What else? What else? What else, what else, what else? What else, what else, what else? What else, what else, what else? Great, seeing God's grace every morning. This is good. So listen, guys, um, today uh, we're going to go, we're going to start with prayer. I can't complain, good start. I love it. So here's what we're going to do. Um, let me just teach you just again, especially if you're brand new to me in prayer on Monday's night, there's some basics in prayers. One of the things that we always do is we pray for forgiveness of our sin, those committed knowingly and unknowingly, so our prayers are not hindered. All right. So we're going to do that in just a moment. In addition to that, uh, one of the things that we're going to do uh, when we pray, we're going to sit in the diff in the three different seats that you can sit in in prayer. What are those three different seats? <clears throat> Somebody says, Mondays are not for me. I needed a refill. All right. Come on. Get your refill. Get your refill. Um, so, uh, the first seat that you can sit in is the seat of, to pray, all right? And when you pray, that is what you do for yourself. We're going to do your prayer requests. We're going to do those early tonight on prayer. Second seat we're going to sit in is the seat of the intercessor. John chapter nine says that no prayer from an unsaved person is heard except the prayer of salvation. And so we're going to begin to pray guys. We're at like four, I'm going to say like 430, something like that. Something like that. 430 decisions. We need to see a thousand people give their lives to the Lord. All right. And so that means we got some work to do. All right. So that means we're going to go aggressive in prayer tonight to call people into relationship with the Lord. We're going to sit in the seat of the intercessor. Can I get a few of you to type that? All right. So number one, to pray, we're going to take your prayer request. Number two, we're going to shift, sit in the seat of the intercessor. We're going to get some people to the Lord. We're going to do it in the spirit. Everything in the natural begins in the spirit. And then number three, we're going to sit in the seat of supplication. To, to make supplication is like a supplemental prayer to another believer. This is what you do for another believer. So you're going to get somebody on your mind that you know is already a Christian and we're going to pray for their situation. All right. So this is what we're going to do. All right. So let's go. Father, we honor you. We bless you. We give you glory tonight. And we thank you, Father, for the privilege that we have to pray. We are gathered together on social networks, on our app, on our website, on a variety of places tonight, God, we are gathered together to give you the glory and the honor and the praise. Tonight, God, we lay down our burdens at your feet and we declare that by the time we get off of prayer at eight o'clock mountain, God, that we will be stronger. That we will be stronger, that we will be wiser, that we will be bolder, that we would have a plan. Prayer, God, is not just a monologue where we talk, 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 and then say in Jesus' name, amen. Prayer is a dialogue where you respond to us. And tonight, God, we thank you in advance that you're going to respond. You are a God that likes to have conversations. Shanda Bahaya. You're a God that likes to communicate with your people. And Father, <clears throat> we thank you for the privilege that we have to pray. We do not treat it casually. We do not treat it as something that uh, we have to do. We do not treat it as a burden. Father, we realize prayer is something we get to do, not something we have to do. And for that, God, we say thank you in the name of Jesus. We ask for forgiveness now, God. Let's shift y'all for our sins committed knowingly and unknowingly. Why do we pray that, Lord? Because there's some things that we knew about. There are other things that we did not know about and we are still responsible for. Father, not knowing is not enough. Father, so we cover what we did that we knew about 
and the stuff we didn't even know was sin. And we pray, God, that you would reveal to us the things that we did not know were wrong, that we did not know we should have thought, that we did not know we should have looked at that way. Reveal to us, God, the error of our ways. Why? Because we don't want to continue that. The Bible says it is the goodness of God that brings men into repentance, God. It's your goodness, God, that brings us into repentance. We do not want to abuse, misuse, or take for granted the grace that you give us. Grace, God, is when you give us something good that we do not deserve. Mercy, God, is when you block something negative that we do deserve. And we thank you for your goodness and your mercy, your grace and your mercy tonight. Father, we ask for forgiveness for sin. That is the mistakes. That's where we have missed the mark. That stuff where we looked at it the wrong way, so we responded the wrong way. We thought about it the wrong way, so we responded the wrong way. We ask that you forgive us for that tonight. In the name of Jesus. <clears throat> and secondly, God, we ask that you forgive us tonight for our iniquity. That is the generational sin that has been passed down and around. These are the things we were supposed to break, not perpetuate. Forgive us, God, for being cursed perpetuators instead of curse breakers. De declare this over yourself. Type it and say it. I'm a curse breaker. I'm a curse breaker. I'm a curse breaker. God, that's who we are. You sent us into the earth to be the interruption to the dysfunction of our bloodline. That's why we are born into the bloodline we were, the city we were, the family we were, the, 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 the namesake we were, the pedigree we were, because you needed somebody to be the interruption. We are that somebody. Come on, y'all. We are that somebody and we will sit in the seat of the curse breaker in Jesus name. And finally, God, we ask that you forgive us for our transgression. That is where we willfully deviated from what we knew to be right. It is where we knew we were supposed to do A, but we did Z. We knew we were supposed to do red, but we did blue. We knew we were supposed to do green, but we did pink. Father, we did opposite what we knew we were supposed to do. Forgive us, God, for the unmitigated goal, for the audacity to do it our way. And we thank you, God, that if we confess our sin before you, see, God, we never have to come before you acting like you don't know because you know. You said in 1 John chapter 1, if we confess our sin before you, that you are faithful and you are just to forgive us. So we confess. I just need somebody to type that on the screen. I confess. <clears throat> I confess. God, we confess tonight. We don't try to hide it. We don't try to pretend like we got it all together. We don't try to pretend like we have lived these perfect, sinless lives. No, God, we are not sinless. We just sin less. But And Father, we confess before you tonight. And you said that if we confess, that you would be faithful and you would be just to forgive us. And so, God, as we pray tonight, we do not have to pray doubting. We do not have to pray wavering. We do not have to pray wondering if you're listening to us. We can be bold. Proverbs 28 says the righteous are as bold as a lion. We can be bold because we know we're forgiven. We know we're forgiven because we confess. Come on, y'all. We know we're forgiven because we didn't try to hide it from you. We didn't try to pretend like it wasn't what it was, like it wasn't exactly what the situation was, but we confess. And what kind of God is this? That if we confess, God, that you would bless. That if we confess, God, you would give us an opportunity to continue to move forward. And for this, we say thank you tonight in the name of Jesus. So God, as we pray across all of these different digital platforms on Instagram, on YouTubes, on both the YouTube channels, on both the Facebook pages, 
on both the Twitter videos, on, on, on Uncommon Gospel Radio. As we pray tonight, God, we do not have to wonder. We do not have to wander. We do not have to waver. We do not have to wonder. The promises of God are yes, and amen. We do not have to wander. That means we do not have to waste time because we're scared to speak. We don't have to waste time because we're scared to pray. We don't have to waste time because we're scared to ask. And we do not have to waver. We do not have to wonder, God, whether or not you are for us or whether or not you will answer us. We don't have to wander. We don't have to waver. We don't have to wait. We do not have to walk in that. And for this, we say thank you in Jesus' name. Come on, every platform, everybody type amen <clears throat> right there. My God. <clears throat> Again, guys, I feel good. I'm feeling totally fine. I had the banana before prayer about an hour before. I thought I'd be good by now. All right. Um, listen, if you're just coming in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from and share this video tonight. All right. So listen, I want to uh, I want us to go into the seat of prayer. To pray means to ask and specifically it means to ask for yourself. So I want you to type your prayer request on every platform. If you're on one with social media, if you're not on one with social media or a chat where you can chat it, no problem. Just articulate it. Say it. Mr. Foreman, why do you have us type and talk so much? Because life and death in the power of your tongue. And Matthew 16 says that whatever two or three touch agreeing on anything, it shall be done for them. So you got to talk and you got to type. You must do both. All right. This is why I have you to do it. Listen, guys, I don't just want to spend an hour on here with you and get off feeling better, but nothing being better. Did you hear me? I do not want to spend an hour on here with you on Monday night and you feel better, but nothing actually got better. I want you to have results. So everything we're going to do in prayer, we're going to back it up with Bible and we're going to see results in our lives. All right. This is the prayer request for you. Do not put up a prayer for anybody else. Don't put up a prayer for your cousin, your uncle, your niece, your nephew. You hold those prayers. We're going to bring those up when we intercede and when we make supplication. All right? It's my pleasure, Billy. I, <clears throat> I need for you all to put your prayer for yourself right here. We're going to start with you tonight. All right? On an airplane, pay attention. Um, this is what they say. They said, in the event of a loss of cabin pressure, the mask is going to drop from the top. And when the mask drops from the top, they said, we need you to put your mask on First, pay attention before trying to help anybody else. Here's what they even go on and say on some airlines. They'll say, and parents, even before you help your child, put yours on first. Why? Because if you can't breathe, you can't help your child breathe. If you ain't together, you can't help anybody else. And some of you, you never, ever pray for you because you pray for everybody else. And that's good a good habit to pray for other people. But listen, it won't matter if you ain't around to pray uh, 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 to, to do anything further for them because you didn't take care of you first. So I need everybody, put your prayer request on your screen for you. Let's put your mask on first. All right, let's put your mask on first. <clears throat> let's put your mask on first right now. Put your mask on first right now for you. Type it on the screen and I'm going to stand in agreement with you. Father, in Jesus' name, for every prayer request, if you're on Uncommon Gospel or the Harvest Channel or on our app and there's no chat, you say it. Father, we stand in agreement right now, God, with every single prayer request that is being posted right now. God, you see the request and we stand in agreement. We are activating your word, God. So we're not just going through a ritual of prayer, but we're getting results from prayer. Your word says that the effective fervent prayers of the righteous availeth much, which means we will get things done when our prayers are effective. That means specific. 
That means strategic and they are fervent. That means passionate. We declare God that as we pray tonight, we are not those that pray passively, but we are those that pray with passion. We are not those that just say a bunch of words in, in the hopes of uh, making other people think we're deep and spiritual. But God, we are those that are strategic. That means, God, that when, as we are praying tonight on every platform, our prayers are like war. Our prayer are like war plans. They're battle plans that are being drawn up in the name of Jesus. And God, we cover every single one of these prayer requests, God, using that same analogy, Lord, on an airplane. But if they don't take care of their mask first, they're not going to be able to help anyone else. So tonight, God, we cover every single request on every platform, every request that's being articulated right now. We cover those requests. And I pray God for three things. Number one, I pray for a strategy. You are the God that because you are God of war, you are Jehovah Sabaoth. That means you are the God of angel armies. You are the God that fights for us. Well, every army has a general and a general has plans and a general has plans and a general has plans. They do not just go to war. But a general <clears throat> goes to war with plans. So I pray, God, that you would give us the plan in response to our prayer. I need you to type plan on the screen. That you would give us, God, the plan in response to our prayer. For some, the strategy is going to be to make a phone call. For some, the strategy... It's going to be to take a walk because they're going to get an idea. For some, the plan is going to be to send an email. For some, the plan is going to be to be quiet. For some, the plan is going to be, I just heard this, I'm going to be obedient. For some, the plan is going to be go take a bath because when you are quiet and that water is around you, you're gifted prophetically and you need to sit in the water because the water represents the spirit. I'm talking to somebody tonight. You better listen to me. When we get off of prayer, that's your answer. The answer is that. Father, you are the God that gives us a plan. So as we pray, I pray, number one, God, for plans. Number two, God, I pray for the, watch me, I pray for the grace to work the plan. It is not enough to just get a plan, but now, God, we need the grace to work the plan. What's the grace to work it? It means you give us the ability to get it done. That means you give us the focus to get it done. That means that you give us the strength to get it done. That means that you give us the people to get it done. That means that you give us the uh, 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 the mental ammunition to get it done. In the name of Jesus. And number three, God, I pray that you would give us the persistence to work the plan. Because some plans, God, are going to require multiple hits. And kings, <clears throat> Father, when Elisha told the man of God to strike the or told, Elisha told the king to strike the ground, he should strike the ground and that he should have continued striking it because had he continued striking it, he would have had the victory over his enemy. But because he only had the persistence to do it a few times, that he was not going to be able to win. I pray, God, that we would not stop striking until we see the win, that we would not stop striking until we see the victory, that we would not stop striking until we see it happen. So, God, give us a plan. Come on. And, God, give us the grace to work the plan and give us the persistence, God, to work the plan, that we would not be those that give up quickly. But we would be those that persist. We would be those that fight. We would be those that continue pressing forward because we are those who have a name. That name is victory. We are those that have a name. That name is victory. And for this, we say thank you in Jesus name. Can I get everybody on every platform type? Amen. Right there. I saw a couple of comments come in. One, let me say this for all of my prophetically gifted people. Because if you've never heard me talk about this before, one, there's a um, thing on our website. 
It's a webinar on our website, Fivefold Ministry Gift Training. You should take that. If you believe you're gifted in those fivefold ministry gifts, apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher, it's on our website, in our store. You can take that. So that's number one. Um, <clears throat> I say that to you because for number two, if you're gifted prophetically, you need running water. You must have running water. It doesn't mean you have to move to a city where there's necessarily water next to you, but you must have water. Um, water is a representation of the spirit. Let me give you a couple of examples. Number one, with Elijah. Elijah is by the brook. Y'all with me? Elijah is by the brook. And when he's by the brook, as long as the water is flowing, then the raven can, uh, is feeding him day by day. He's good. But when the water dries up, pay attention. When the water dries up, that Elijah has to make a move. Why? Because the water's not flowing. The issue wasn't that the bird wasn't feeding him because you can live without food. The issue is that the water wasn't flowing because when you are gifted prophetically, please listen to me. You must have running water. Um, and, so, and I see several comments come in and I've talked about this before, but let's just hit it again because I saw the question come in. Um, so for example, like in my home, I will have water just running and people say, oh my God, why you got water right away? And people will turn the water off and I can sense that the water has been turned off. It can be in a whole nother room. I can sense it's been turned off um, because part of being gifted prophetically is you always must be in a flow. And for some of you, hear me, the, the frustration that you're having is you're gifted prophetically and there is not a flow. And it is quite literal. It is a literal thing for you that you must have running water. You need a water fountain. You, you're the type that will turn your shower on and just let it run. You'll turn your bath water on and just let it run. You must have running water. You gotta hear me uh, as it relates to that, all right? Um, I could go deeper, but I need I need to leave it alone because we gotta talk about the feast that we're in. I can go much deeper, but you have to do that. Um, for those of you, <clears throat> I can tell, when I am very frustrated, uh, I can I need to turn on some water. I'm being so, this is so, this is not, listen y'all, this is so simple. This is so simple. I know that I need to turn on some water. When I can't creatively figure out a way to solve a problem, like I'm a problem solver. So whenever I get stuck and cannot solve a problem, I'm like, this something is not right here. Something is not right. I must have the flow of the water. All right. Um, I, I, again, I don't want to go any deeper with examples because that'll pull us all the way over there. All right. Wa running water in particular represents the flow of the spirit. And so if you're gifted prophetic, I encourage you to get that fivefold ministry gift training, number one. And then number two. I encourage you uh, to get <clears throat> the um, the um, um, to be cognizant of that. And it is not. Everybody, listen. It is not just a body of water. It is flowing water because you can get next to a reservoir and get at, and it'd be the same thing as you being next to concrete. It, it will not move for you. All right? It will not do anything for you. The water has to be in a flow. It has to run. And what that does is that stirs you. That stimulates you. That stirs your prophetic gift. Um, this is why, again, I don't want to give you more examples because that'll pull us over there. All right, listen, let's go. Let's move to the second seat of prayer. <clears throat> let's move to the seat of, um, let's go here. Let's go supplication. I want you to just type the initials of somebody. Uh, you said, Bishop, I don't have anybody to pray for. Put me on the screen. BKF, put me on the screen. I'm going to have anybody else to pray for. All right. Uh, we're going to make supplication. What is supplication? To make supplication is to pray for another believer, another Christian. All right. So now what I need you to do on the screen, type the initials of whomever you're going to pray for and pray what you're praying for. Don't just put their name on the screen. Everybody listen to me. Christians are notorious for just saying, I'm praying for so-and-so. Well, what are you praying? I'm just, just praying. That's not a prayer. 
Prayer has to be specific and strategic. So I want to stretch you all in prayer tonight because I want you to get results. I don't want you to accuse God of not coming through, but it's not that he didn't come through. You just never asked him for anything. That's like going to the, going to, uh, uh, I'm just going to use a chicken restaurant. You go into the chicken restaurant, like I'm just going to the chicken restaurant. Well, what'd you get? I just went to the chicken restaurant. Okay, great. What'd you order? I just went to the chicken restaurant. Can I be honest? That's how a lot of y'all pray. You, that's all you did was pray. Lord, I just prayed for Sheila. Okay, well, what'd you pray for? I'm just praying for her. What? I mean, what? Like, that's not enough. Like, what are you praying for, Sheila? Oh, Sheila? Like, what are you praying for her? You have to be specific. I want you to get results. <clears throat> so put those initials and whatever you are praying for them. I want you to place that on the screen. So, Father, right now in Jesus' name, and much love to all of you. I see several of you that got me on that. I appreciate you. Much love. Father, in Jesus' name, we sip in the seat of supplication now. This is where we supplement the prayers of other Christians and other believers. So we sit in that seat right now in the name of Jesus. And God, we thank you right now for every life that's represented. Father, we are their backup in the realm of the spirit tonight. We declare, God, they are not alone. We declare, God, they are not by themselves. We declare they are not out there fighting without any backup. We are their backup tonight in the name of Jesus. So we stand with them and we, number one, say, God, number one, we rebuke the enemy. We rebuke the enemy, Father. And Zechariah, uh, uh, Father, even you said, Satan, the Lord rebuke you when Satan was trying to accuse Joshua and was standing before you. You said, Lord, you rebuke the enemy. So we rebuke demonic activity from around their lives, demonic activity on their job, demonic activity even in their households and their homes. Father, even for those that are praying right now, some of their greatest warfare is coming from who they lay down with. And so tonight, God, we pray and we rebuke the devil. We rebuke the enemy right now. We pray, God, and we rebuke the enemy that would put up scales on their eyes, their ears, or any of their senses so that they would not be able to hear or to receive clearly from you in the name of Jesus, God. Secondly, Lord, <clears throat> not only do we rebuke the enemy, but secondly, God, we pray for them tonight that they will get a second wind of strength. Your word says, let the weak say, I am strong. Let the weak say, I am strong. Let the weak say, I am strong. So we pray, God, that every area that there has been an area of weakness for them, God, that you would turn those areas and make those areas of strength. We pray for them tonight. We supplicate. We supplement what they pray tonight in the name of Jesus. And third and finally, Father, we pray right now that they would not grow weary in well-doing. They would not grow weary in well-doing. Father, we rebuke weariness off of them. We rebuke the feeling like it's not worth it to do right. I hear that loud. We rebuke that feeling like it's not worth it to do right. Like there's no benefit to doing right. There's no benefit. I heard this of being a good girl. There's no benefit of being a good guy. We rebuke that tonight in the name of Jesus and God. We speak strength to them. Holy Spirit, give them a refill. Shataba. Father, give them a refill of your spirit tonight. Wherever they're at, there's no distance in prayer, which means we don't have to be in the same room. We don't have to be in the same city. We don't have to be in the same environment. We don't have to be in the same time zone. But God, tonight we pray for them in the name of Jesus, a refill. Refill them with your Holy Spirit. That's what the Bible says. 
be being filled with the spirit, which means this is a perpetual thing, God. And the same people that were filled in Acts chapter two and a couple chapters later, they were refilled again. Father, uh, being filled with the spirit is not an event. It is a lifestyle. Father, them getting a refill is going to deal with 99% of their challenges, 99% of their struggles, 99% of their issues. We say refill them right now in the name of Jesus. And not just them, God, we're going to take a personal privilege. We say refill us. Hey, come on. We say refill us right now, God with your Holy Spirit. Father, every day, this is our prayer. Every day, this is our prayer. Every day, this is our prayer. And if we stay filled with the Spirit, Father, your word says that we will not be given over to crazy devices and to and vices and crazy actions and crazy thoughts and crazy behaviors. We have come too far to waste or to forfeit in the name of Jesus. So we say, don't just refill them, but we say, Lord, refill us right now in Jesus' name. Can I just get you to release a digital praise on every platform? Come on, if you're on a platform with chat, put a hallelujah on the screen, put a praise hands up on the screen, put a clap on the screen. If you don't know how to do emojis, type the word clap, type the word yes come on i need you to release a praise in advance in jesus name in jesus name in jesus name i love how you did that there you put the initials then put equals what you're praying for that is so smart i love that i love that hallelujah <clears throat> all right guys <clears throat> excuse again i feel fine <clears throat> i had a banana and i th thought i had it early enough before prayer that it wasn't going to be doing that to me all right like my favorite meal right now. It's so crazy. I can eat whatever I want. And one of my favorite meals is peanut butter, bananas, and now I've added raisins. It is just the craziest thing to me. Like I literally be like, ooh, I'm going to have that one again. <laughs> it's crazy. Let's move to the third seat. The third seat is the seat of the intercessor. John chapter 9 makes it clear that the Lord does not hear the prayer of an unsaved person. This is why you always hear me say prayer is a privilege, not a right. Because prayer is something we get to do. Prayer is not something that everybody can do. Did you know that? Like, it, like you people, anybody can pray. Mm -mm, mm -mm. John chapter 9 makes it very clear. Uh -uh. The Lord does not hear the prayers of the unsaved. I need you to catch that. So what we're able to do right now, I need you to hear me. <clears throat> like, that's a whole privilege. It's a privilege. Like, this is a whole privilege where we get to do this. And this is why we can't treat it lightly or treat it... Uh, this is why we spend an hour in prayer, for, because for most of you, this is the longest you're going to spend in prayer all week. And I'm not saying that to down you. I'm saying that to actually uh, in a good way. Like, that's awesome. So let's make it count. Let's make it move. Let's make it say something, do something, move something. All right. So this means we get to pray. I want you to think of those right now that are unsaved or or um, that need to recommit their lives to the Lord or or they're not sure. They're not sure. One, you know, they're not saved. Two, they're not sure. Three, uh, or, or two, they need to recommit their types to the Lord. Or three, they're not sure. Can you put their initials on the screen right now? If you're on Uncommon Gospel, the app, our website, I need you to say their name. Say their whole name since you're not typing. Say their whole name right now because we're about to send the Holy Ghost after them. The Bible says no man comes to the Lord unless the Spirit, unless the Spirit draws him. Um, let me give you Bible for that. Unless the Spirit draws him. That's John 6, 44. No man comes to the Lord unless the Spirit draws him. So what we're about to do is we're about to ask the Holy Ghost to go draw. 
What does drop mean? He about to snatch him up. That means he's going to pull him out of whatever he got to pull him out of, whatever relationships you got to pull him out of, whatever bar, whatever club, whatever mindset, whatever mentality, whatever situation, whatever circumstance, whatever, you know, here, here's what we have some people doing. And, and as you're still typing your initials, I would just want to address this. <clears throat> there are some people that have used um, unfortunate, unfortunate, that is the prayer that he hears, the prayer of salvation. That's the prayer. That's the only prayer that he hears. Um, um, good question. Um, uh, but but in that, everybody listen. Um, in that, um, we have this thing now where many people will say, you know, uh, I, won't, I won't even say many. I, I reject that word because that's not truthful. Um, where people are like, I'm going to do God on my own terms. Like, I'm going to do God. Like, I got my own thing with God. And can I be honest with you? Um even with human beings, um, you don't get to have term relationship with people with human beings that way. Like I can give you a bunch of scripture, but let's just, just, just go natural for a second. You don't even do that if you're married. Like you learn the terms of what your spouse wants. Like it's not, well, look, I brought you some flowers. Well, if, if gifts aren't their love language, they don't care about your flowers. Right? Look, I bought you some gold jewelry. Well, if they don't like, if gifts aren't their love language, they don't care about your jewelry. Um, if, if quality time is their love language, they want to sit there and talk and, and be around each other and breathe on the phone and stuff like that's their love language. So in that, there is this mentality that some are developing that say, well, I'm going to do God on my terms. Like I got my own thing. And God, I just need to be honest with you. That is demonic. That is not godly. That is not. Listen, you ain't woke. You're asleep. Um, you are not some heightened level of spirituality and you can see beyond and you could no. If you read your Bible, Sunday's message at Harvest is called the three hails. And one of those hails is when God gives you over to your own reprobate mind. And literally, God says, you can do whatever you want to do. Like, I'm not even about and literally one translation says, and he abandoned them. We're about to cover these names, but I need y'all to hear me. And he abandoned them to their own reprobate mind. He says, since you don't want to love me the way I want you to love me, since you don't want to do me the way I want to be done, since you and like you and like you're going to sit up and just openly resist. In the name of whatever, and now I had a bad experience. Well, you had a bad experience with jobs. You didn't stop working. You had a bad experience at a restaurant. You didn't stop eating. You had a bad experience with your car. You didn't stop driving. All right, so you got to stop using out of bad church. I have had church experience where I'm like, God, your people are a whole something to deal with. But guess what? But they still your people, and I still love them, and you still love them, and you still love me. It's quiet right there. So I, we got, we're going to rebuke that because there's there's individuals and it's not many. Don't I, I want y'all to reject these notions. I know I'm talking and I'm about to pray, but I want y'all to reject these things where people say, you know, it's a whole lot of people ain't going to church. Mm -mm, that's not true. Mm -mm, people getting saved every week at Harvest. I can't talk about nowhere else, but people getting saved every week at Harvest. Uh, you know, it's a lot of people like don't use certain language that the enemy wants you to use to make you think that darkness is covering the earth because it's not. Oh my God, because it's not. God is victorious. Do y'all hear what I'm saying to you? Like, do not even re do not even receive that notion. Do not <clears throat> even receive that notion. All right. So we're gonna cover that in prayer, but I want I want for those we're gonna specifically rebuke that right now. We're gonna be rebuking that right now. Wow, that's amazing. I want you to share that in just a minute. Um, um, I'm from Brazil. That's an amazing testimony. I want you to show that. 
show that in just a moment. Let's cover in a prayer. Father, right now in Jesus' name, we cover in prayer every set of initials that are on the screen. And God, we pray right now for whatever is blocking them from you. We cover them right now and we pray that that blockage be removed. Whatever's blocking them in their senses, that it be removed. Darkness is not winning. The enemy is not winning. You are victorious, God. And you said that it's your will that all men might be saved. Black, white, tall, short, weave, bald head, light skin, dark skin, eyebrows, real, uh, uh, fake eyelash, whatever. It is your will, God, that everybody would be saved. And God, everybody is included. Nobody is excluded. And so in Jesus' name, Father, we loose the Holy Spirit to go draw, according to John 6 and 44. We loose you, Holy Ghost, and we say, pull them out, out of uh, 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 secular humanism. Pull them out of, of Buddhism. Pull them out of every false set of beliefs. There is one way to God. There is one way to you. There is one way. Father, you are the way and the truth and the life. And so for this, God, we say thank you. Right now, in the name of Jesus, God, <clears throat> we cover every set of initials on every platform and we pray, Father, salvation for them. The Holy Spirit, do what only you can do. Father, do what only you can do. Only you can change the hearts of men. Only you can change the hearts of people. And so we ask that you would do that tonight and for the names that we have placed on the screen. And Father, we expect praise reports. We expect salvation. Do it miraculously. Father, do it uh, uh, do it unexpectedly. In the name of Jesus, Father, we sit in the seat of the intercessor. So that means we stand in the gap between them and you with a bridge that's going to get them to you. So tonight, God, we bombard heaven on their behalf. And Father, we will not let the enemy have them. Come on, y'all. I need you to pray. We will not let the enemy have them. We will not let death, damnation, and destruction have them. We will not let uh, them gain the whole wide world and lose their soul. Father, we are that bridge. We sit in that seat of the intercessor and we, Father, expect salvation reports and we declare that not only saved God, but we declare that they're serving right now in the name of Jesus. God, we put a timetable on it. We put a timetable on it. We say, Lord, do it before December 31st, 2021. We are bold enough to ask you for that. You said, God, in Psalm, ask you for the unsaved, ask you for the heathen as an inheritance, and you would give it. And that's what we do tonight. In the name of Jesus, God, we are here because somebody prayed for us. We are here because somebody interceded for us. We rebuke every thought process, every ideology, every mentality that would suggest that they can do it without you, that would suggest that they can have you on their terms and throw the Bible out just because they don't like it or throw the Bible out because they got questions, God. No, 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 no. Father, you are the God of our salvation and we will trust you. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God. And later in John chapter one, it says, and the word became flesh and it dwelt among us. And so tonight, God, we pray that you would get some people back to you. There are some that have never known you. Introduce yourself. There are some, God, that know you, but God, they have gotten introduced to other things that are making them doubt you. We pray, God, that you would draw them back. And for those unsure tonight, in Jesus' name, God, we declare that they would be sure. 
In Jesus' name, we have interceded and we will continue to intercede until everybody hears. We will continue to intercede. Can I get you to put your city, type your city, whatever city and state, and if you're international, just put uh, your city, state, and country. All right, if you're not in America, put city, state, and country. Uh, put your city, state, and country. All right, or your province or whatever it may be. <clears throat> put that on every platform if you're on a social platform. Father, we cover these cities right now that are being typed on the screen right now, God. And we push back the darkness. We push back the darkness in Jacksonville. We push back the darkness in Tampa. We push it back in Atlanta. We push it back in Aurora. We push it back in Denver. We push it back in Jacksonville. We push it back in Aurora. Right now, in the name of Jesus, God. We, but like Abram, you, uh, you, Abram said, uh, if I can find somebody righteous in the city, could he have delayed its destruction? And Father, we say whatever city we're in, we're holding down our region. Come on, y'all. We're holding down our region. God, we're holding down France. Uh, Paris. We're holding down Sunshine Coast, Queens, and Australia. We're holding down Montreal, Quebec. We're holding down San Diego. We're holding down Gadsden. We're holding down, uh, down McDonough, Georgia. That's ATL Metro. We're holding down wherever we are at in the name of Jesus. And we declare, God, that you have found us in our city. You have found us in our region. And because we are present, God, we reject the notion, Father, that people are not coming to you. We reject the notion, God, that people are falling away. We reject the notion because the notion is not true. You said it's your will that everybody would be saved. So, Father, we make intercession right now, Father, and we come against shame. Come on, y'all, we got to pray. We come against shame tonight, God, that would cause people to think that what they have done <clears throat> is too deep, or it's too bad, or it's too salacious, or it's too scandalous, where you would not receive them, God. We rebuke shame, and we declare that the enemy will not be allowed, God, to use shame against them. We rebuke the enemy. We rebuke the use of shame. We rebuke the use of, oh, here I go screwing up again. I just heard that. Here I go messing up again. I'm scared to give my life to the Lord because I don't want to mess up again. I just heard that loud in my spirit. I literally heard a man. You are a young man. You're a little bit darker skinned man. You're about a few shades darker than me. You literally just said that right now. The Lord heard you and wanted to answer you right now. Whoever you are, do the hand wave emoji on whatever platform you're on. I literally am talking to you. You are not going to mess it up again. You are not going to mess it up again. And guess what? If you make a mistake, his blood's going to cover you. If you fail, his blood's going to cover you. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Oh my God. Let's do this real fast. <clears throat> if you're on here right now, if you're on, I see your hand. If you're on here right now, oh, come on, Holy Ghost, do your thing, sir. If you're on here right now, I'm going to drop this net right now. If you are not a Christian, Tonight's your night. Number two, if you've given your life to the Lord, but you need to recommit yourself to the Lord, this is your night. Number three, if you're like, Bishop, I don't know where things are at with God. I just know I want to be sure tonight. This is your moment. On three, I need you to do that hand wave emoji or say it's me on whatever platform you're on. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or become a Christian wherever you are at right now. One, two, three. Do that hand wave emoji or say it's me or just type the word me. Either one of those. Either one of those three things. Hand wave emoji, it's me or me. Type it right now because God's coming to get you tonight. There's something else we got to pray about, but God's coming to get you tonight. He has interrupted the flow of prayer to come get you tonight. He's coming to get you tonight. He's coming to get you. I got you. I got you. He's coming to get you tonight.
He's coming to get you tonight. He is coming to get you tonight. Do that hand wave emoji or say it's me. I'm going to wait on you five because I got to move. We got to pray about other things. Four, I see you. I see you. Come on. Come on. I see you. I see you. Three, I'm waiting on you. Come on. Two, I am waiting on you. One, hands across every platform. You can continue to respond. If you're sitting there saying, oh, I don't want to do it. I don't want all these people to see me. Listen, you better shoot that, uh, shoot that emoji or type, it's me. God is not mad at you. He's not trying to beat you up or beat you down. He loves you unconditionally, all right? You can't deny him. He said, if you deny him, he's going to deny you. I need you not to deny him. I don't need you getting up to the gate and they be like, we can't let you in here, partner. <laughs> you, you denied him, all right? Everybody pray this for me. Say, Father, thank you for your love for me. Thank you. I see you. I see you, David. Thank you for not giving up on me. Thank you, Lord, for your concern for me. You love me unconditionally. And tonight, I give you my life. I ask for forgiveness for all of my sin. Give me the grace, God, to run this race. I was not watching by accident tonight. This has been a divine setup. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, I saw the immediate responses on Instagram. I'm sure there's many on YouTube and Facebook and what have you. I need you all to do this for me. I need you to do this for me. You've prayed that prayer with me. Here's what I need you to do next. I need you to um, text the word decision. That word decision, just one word to the phone number. I need somebody to type it over here so I can pin it. All right. Um, text the word decision to the phone number 877-552-4746, 877-552-4746, text the word decision. And when you do that, we're going to shoot you a text message right away to show you how to make Christianity your lifestyle and not just to hop it. So all we want to do, we're just going to get, it's going to get you, it's going to get your email and phone number. We're going to respond right, right away. And then it's going to uh, get you a message called what next? What do you do now? You've prayed this prayer. What are you doing? Guys, I need somebody to type that over here, please, so that I can uh, pin that. Can I get somebody off the picture for me to go over here and get that done for me, please, on the Harvard Search Instagram? All right, because <clears throat> I want to make sure people have what they need because I saw decisions over there. Please, somebody do it and somebody do it immediately, please. Thank you. Listen, I love y'all. All right, now listen, I got, I got, I got nine minutes left. I got nine minutes left. I got, so I got nine minutes left. I got nine minutes left um, and I need to tell you about what we're in today, about what we're in today. Again, if you just prayed that prayer, recommitted yourself to the Lord or now sure, um, then what I need for you to do is to text that word decision to 877-552-4746. All right. So listen, here, here's what um, here here's what I need. Um, I got now eight minutes left. I'm, I'm new. Um, biblical feast, the fine, the fall, the final of the fall feast has started today. The final of those fall feasts has started today. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. All right. Thank you so much. All right. Um, the final of those fall feasts has started today. It's called the Feast of Tabernacles. Um, I need to move real fast about this because we need to cover this in prayer because it starts today. Um, the Bible is not based off the Gregorian calendar, which is named after Pope Gregory. It's based off of the Hebrew calendar. The Hebrew calendar has four different starts to the year predicated upon what the reason is, which means God builds fresh starts into the year. When the year actually changes over to the new year, the new spiritual year, is that the Feast of Trumpets, also known as Rosh Hashanah. That happened um, about uh, just about two weeks or so ago. So you're in a new spiritual year. What's the spiritual year you're in? 5782, 5782. 
That's a new spiritual year you're in. Five is the number of grace. Seven is completion. Eight is a new beginning. Two means witness. This means you're about to witness grace. You're about to witness completion. You're about to witness a new beginning. Can I just get it typed in on the screen? I'll see it. 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 All right. And when you're a witness, you don't just see it because uh, uh, to witness something implies that not only do you see it, but you testify about it. So you're going to see it and have a testimony. Come on. I need you to type that on the screen and open your mouth and say, I'll have a testimony. You're going to have your biggest testimony of your life. It's happening in the next 12 months. In the next 12 months, you will have the biggest testimony of your life. I'm going to say it a third time and wait for your response because I got seven minutes. Y'all got to go with me. You will have the biggest testimony of your life in the next 12 months, period. Number two, the number prophesies. The number prophesies. Two is a witness. All right. That's the new spiritual year you're in. <clears throat> After Rosh Hashanah, the Feast of Trumpets, that's something follow, following that called 10 Days of Awe. During that time, we are to fast, reflect, and repent. So the last day to fast was last Thursday. If you're just hearing about this tonight, you need to fast. You can fast between now. This this feast ends on Monday. You can't be held accountable to fast if you didn't know to fast. But if you're just hearing this the first time, you need to go on a water-only 24-hour fast between now and next Monday. Consult your physician if you have medical concerns. All right? Um during that 10 days of awe, we're to fast, reflect, and repent. That brings us to the second of the fall feasts, which is the Day of Atonement, also known as Yom Kippur. That is when judgment is sealed concerning the next spiritual year. That happened this past Thursday. All right. Following that is the feast that has started today. It is called the Feast of Tabernacles. Tabernacles is in the Bible is also known as the Feast of Booths. As the Feast of Ingathering, I'm going fast because I got five minutes, the Feast of the Final Harvest. So um, our name before was Harvest Church, it was Harvest Christian Center. Before it was Harvest Christian Center, it was Final Harvest Christian Center. Let me tell you why the name changed. Final Harvest Christian Center, literally the Lord woke me up in a dream, and that's the name he gave me. So that's what we went with. I mean, it was it was no debate. That's what we went with. And Final Harvest, it's actually the name of a feast. I didn't know that when the Lord gave me the name. In fact, when I looked at the name, I was like, Lord, that's kind of, back then it was around 2012 and there were all these end of the world groups and talking about the Final Harvest, the Final Harvest. Like, Lord, this seems like really final, like <laughs> final, like that's, you know, super final. But <clears throat> I didn't know when the Lord gave me the name. It was actually the name of the Feast of Tabernacles. It was God telling me, I'm going to be dwelling with you while you're in the midst of a bunch of, a bunch of temporary changes. Oh my God. It's known as the Feast of Booths, the Feast of Ingathering, the Feast of the Final Harvest, or Sukkot. Sukkot, S-U-K-K-O-T. Depending on the translation of the Bible, they may spell it S-U-C-C-O-T-H. All right? All of it is the same thing. The Feast of Tabernacles, here's what it means. It means the Lord is dwelling with us. You ready? The Lord is dwelling with us. Pay attention. In temporary places. Come on. The Lord is dwelling with us in temporary places. I got four minutes and I got to do this real fast. So I have to get into it more tomorrow night at nine o'clock during the preview. So let me give you, um, let's go to the short, uh, let's go to the short one. John chapter five, John chapter five, you see the power of this. And John chapter five, listen to this verse one. After this, there was a feast of the Jews and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Only three feasts were called a pilgrimage feast where people would actually travel to Jerusalem. Passover, Pentecost, Tabernacles. So we believe this was the Feast of Tabernacles predicated upon the situation. All right. Now there is in Jerusalem by the Sheep Gate, a pool in Aramaic called Bethesda, which has five, come on, five, seven, eight, two, 
five roofed colonnades. In these lay a multitude of invalids, blind, lame, and paralyzed. One man who had been an invalid for 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there and knew he had already been there a long time, he said to him, do you want to be healed? Jesus asked him this question when? When the man has been in a situation for 38 years. Pay attention. He was in a situation for 38 years and he did not think it could get better. But during the Feast of Tabernacles, the Lord came and dwelled with him. Watch me. Even in, in his temporary situation and his temporary place. Verse seven, the sick man answered, sir, I have nobody to put me in the pool when the water is stirred up while I'm going another steps down before me. Watch me. He says he gives Jesus an excuse. But when it's a feast time, watch me. When it's a feast time, God is going to remove the excuses. Father, in Jesus name, during this next seven days, we declare you're about to remove our excuses. Oh, my God. You're about to remove our excuses right now in the name of Jesus. You're about to remove our excuses right now in the name of Jesus. And for this, God, we say thank you. And for this, we say thank you. Listen to the next part. It goes on. <clears throat> it says, one man was there. Uh, he says, do you want to be healed? The sick man answered him, sir, now nobody to put in the pool and the water stirred up another steps down before me. In, in, in other words, and I don't have time because I got two minutes. He says, I can't get to it because somebody else keeps getting in my way. Well, watch me. In the next seven days, God says, I am removing from you. Watch me. You keep thinking somebody else is getting ahead of you. I am going to remove, watch me, the excuse of somebody else is getting ahead of you. Oh, my God. Jesus said, get up, take up your bed and walk. Shut up. In other words, pay attention to this. This is so good. He says, you think the only way to get this done is to get in the pool. Instead, I'm going to tell you to get up, take your bed and walk. 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 He said, you thought the only way for me to do this was you're going to have to get in the pool. I'm about to show you during tabernacles that there's a whole nother way to get this done. Did you hear me? There's a whole nother way to get this done. God's about to reveal to you, watch me, another way. Father, during tabernacles, you're about to show us another way to get it done. He thought the only way to get it done was to get in the pool. But during tabernacles, Father, you removed his excuses. During tabernacles, you removed the excuse of somebody else keeps getting in his way. For some of you keep saying, well, if I had this person, if I had this, if I had that, you're not going to be able to use the excuse of another person being in your way during tabernacles. And then he said, listen, I'm about to show you another way. You don't even need to pull. You don't even need to pull. I just heard the Lord say, you don't even need the loan. I'm going to have somebody give you the money. I heard the Lord say, I'm going to show you another way. And another way. Please type that on the screen. It's 8 o'clock. We got to go. And another way. And another way. I'm going to show you another way. There's another way to get it done. And I'm going to show you how to do it during tabernacles. Pay attention. The man, uh, and once the man was healed, he took up his bed and at once, excuse me, and at once, and at once, and at once, the man was healed. He took up his bed and he walked. Now that day was the Sabbath. At once the man was healed. All right, here's tabernacles. Things are going to happen suddenly. Please type suddenly on the screen now because I got to go. Suddenly, <clears throat> suddenly, it says, and at once the man was healed. 38 years ended in one feast. 
38 years ended in one feast. 38 years ended in one feast. 38 years ended in one feast. 38 years ended in one feast. Y'all not listen to me. Y'all not listen to me because you will be responding with better praise than that. 38 years ended in one feast. <laughs> years, watch me, debt ended in one feast. I'll get to your row. Your body's medical issue ended in one feast. You struggling with self-esteem ended in one feast. You struggling to get something launched ended in one feast. And we in that feast right now from today and from seven days from now. We in that. Come on, somebody say, we in there. We in there. We in there. We in there. Listen. And at once the man was healed. Suddenly he took up his bed. Wait a minute. The thing I used to lay on, I'm carrying now. The thing that used to comfort me, I'm carrying. The thing that used to be my security blanket, I'm carrying it now. I am carrying it now. Because watch me. Before, the only thing I had to look forward to for the man was laying on the ground. Now I'm about to be up walking. We in there. This is where we at. We in this feast. We in this feast right now. This is where we're at right now. And if he did it for that man in John chapter five, he's no respecter of persons. He's about to come tabernacle with you. He's about to come tabernacle with you. He's about to come tabernacle with you. All right, listen. So the Jews said to the man who had been healed, uh, it is the Sabbath and it is not lawful for you to take up your bed. But he answered, the man who healed me, that man said to me, take up your bed and walk. So listen, and I got to end. Um, so the moment he does it, all of a sudden, the religious people come and religious people start trying to tell him, well, you know, it ain't what you do. It ain't right. Now think about it. For 38 years, for 38 years, he's been in this situation. Religious people try to come tell him, um, you don't need to be carrying that bed. Well, baby, I was laying on this bed and I just got ill. I'm about to carry it. What am I telling you? During tabernacles, I need you to learn how to silence the voices of the unfruitful. Everybody type silence on the screen right now. Silence. Shut up. Shut up. There's some people you need to put on do not disturb for the next seven days. Don't bother me for seven days. Don't bother me. Don't do. Don't even bother me. Don't even bother me. Don't call me. Don't text me. Don't email me. I'm not dealing with you until this feast is over. Because what you're not going to do is to have me get back on this bed. I've been waiting for 38 years for this feast. Y'all better hear me. Y'all better hear me. There's some people you need to say, I will deal with you next Tuesday, but I'm not dealing with you for the next seven days. Don't call me. Don't bother me. You need to be that aggressive about it. All right? And if you're scared to have a conversation with them, then just block them. Put them on do not disturb and act surprised. Listen, I'm just, don't lie. Don't lie. I'm just, I'm just, I'm being funny. Don't lie. All right, listen, I got to go. It's 8.04. I got to go. Um, so we're in that feast. Um, and during the time of the fall feast, we fasted. For some of you, you the other thing the Bible tells us to do is to sow uh, a seed, a sacrifice that's made by fire that we're to sacrifice during this time. That's one of the reasons why during this feast, it was a pilgrimage feast, Passover, Pentecost, Tabernacles, because they would go up and they would give their offering. The heads of household, Deuteronomy 16, 16, they could not appear. The head of the household could not appear before the Lord empty handed. They had to make an appearance before the Lord. That's why in church, I've been having you to stand 
um, when you do this, because the Bible says that you are to appear before the Lord or stand before the Lord when we give that. So for some of you, you have not given that yet and you're still waiting on, Lord, what am I supposed to get? Father, make it clear what we are to sow as a sacrificial seed, a sacrificial offering during the time of the fall feast. We are in that feast right now. You are coming to tabernacle with us. That means your presence is coming to be with us to do in moments we have not, oh God, what we have not been able to do in years. In Jesus' name, amen. For some of you, that's going to be 500. For some, 5,000, some 10,000, some 25, some 100,000. Whatever, the Lord's going to make that clear to you and you sow that. Some of you have already sown. Some of you, he's going to tap you again and say, I'm going to sow some more. You just obey the Lord. I don't have time to go deeper into that. It is 8.06. I love you guys. We've dropped the net. If prayer bless you tonight, sow into it. Always bless what blesses you. If you're on the Bishop Foreman Instagram, you can click the badge. <clears throat> you can give that way. You can also use PayPal's Venmo, Zelle, Givelify, and Given. The email for that is hello at harvestchurch.church. You can also use Cash App. There's just one now. It's dollar sign Bishop Foreman with the number two at the end. Dollar sign Bishop Foreman with the number two at the end. I pray you were blessed tonight. And prayer shout out to the 15 of you that have used the badges over there. Uh, I pray that you have been blessed tonight. Tomorrow night at nine o'clock, we're going to do a preview. Wednesday night's message, and I, I got I need to give you all. Do not let me forget y'all when we get on tomorrow. I need to give you um, the other corresponding scripture to the Feast of Tabernacles. All right, and for those of you who like to jump ahead, I'll give it to you now. Second Chronicles chapter five. Second Chronicles chapter five. One thing you need to know: you're gonna always give a bishop form. We're gonna pray. I'm gonna be spiritual. We're gonna get prophetic. We're gonna do all that, but I'm always gonna be able to take you back to Bible. I'm not just. I'm not gonna give you my opinion. I'm going to give you Bible. And that's what's important. All right. I love you guys. I pray you have an amazing night. We got a lot done tonight. We got a lot done tonight in prayer. Do me a favor. Once we get off, share, 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 share. Tag some folks on Facebook. Please do that. Can I get at least 20 of you on Facebook to commit? Wave at me on Facebook if you're going to commit to tagging some folks and sharing this prayer tonight. And then on Instagram, put it in your Insta story. An Insta story has this new thing. Um, it, on certain profiles where I can't share stuff the way I used to. Um, um, I think if you have like more than 10,000 or whatever, they have this thing where there's this new way that you share it. I'm going to be honest. I hate it. I'm just going to be honest. I hate it. It is so extra and you can't share stuff the way you normally used to be able to share. But um, So just know that. But share, 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 share. All right. Uh, YouTube, share this with somebody. When you share, people get saved. If you're in the app, Shoot somebody the app, guys. We need to see a thousand people come to the Lord. I love you. Please know that. I love you. And, um, and I can't wait to see you tomorrow night. I'm going to on Instagram. Nine o'clock mountain. That's 11 o'clock Eastern. Shalom, everybody. Love you. Have a good night. Shalom, y'all. Hallelujah. Shalom, y'all. Love you. And then Instagram, y'all. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. Hensonshaving.com slash holiday. Ah. 
Feel the woe with Listerine at BJ's. You can save $2.50 now on Listerine products like Total Care Anti-Cavity Fluoride Fresh Mint Mouthwash or Cool Mint Pocket Packs Fresh Breath Strips at your nearest BJ's location. Experience the feeling of a million germs zapped in seconds with Listerine. Discount available through December 24th. Save now only at BJ's. 